Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And if you look to your left, you'll see yet another fabulous example of what we in the business like to call flats. Kelly, are you sure this is normal on a British bus? What? An open top, a guide, and a pamphlet? Is this definitely the right route? We wanted the 27. What's this bus called? Uh, Milton Keynes in Bloom. And on your right, one of our several really quite breathtaking roundabouts. These roundabouts really are something. Can't argue with you there, Kelly. I haven't seen flowers like this since the day we fled Caracas. So many lilies. So many funerals. So, you were telling me about some chimp? He was killed, sir. On set. And it wasn't just any chimp, sir. It was Olivier Salad. The Oscar winner? Damn straight, sir. That guy was a genius. Y- you see his uncle, Vanya? Absolutely not, sir. Well, I did. I find theater to be the worst. It was baffling. I can imagine. And boring. Well, that's theater. But being in a boring play doesn't explain why someone would want him dead. That's true, sir. What connects an exploding film star, a missing hand double, and a pummeled chimp? If we ever get to this studio, we might just find out. Absolutely, sir. And in the meantime, Kelly, buckle up. We're about to pass one hell of a tulip display. Who Exploded Vivian Stone? Episode 5, The Big Baby. Mr. Sons, I've got Mr. Matravers here for your ten o'clock. Thank you, Flancesca. Send him in. Don't mind me, Matravers. I'm just getting changed. Uh, honestly, more than happy to wait, Mr. Sons. Don't be ridiculous. There's a lot to discuss, and this morning suit is itching something chronic. Come in. Hello. Yes, sad day for us all. Oh, goodness gracious. A beautiful eulogy this morning, Wallace. Thank you, sir. Um, Should I close the curtains for you, or...? Heartfelt, honest, deeply moving. Gosh, that's a lot of tattoos. I think Olivier would have been very, very proud. Thank you, sir. Oh, Olivier. It really is such a terrible mess. It's a tragedy, sir. He spattered all over the set, Wallace. Oh, right, yes, the set. Olivier's gore stains are almost impossible to remove. The blood got mixed with Soapy Sudder's lavender spasm, making it extra stubborn and unbelievably relaxing. The cleaners can't even muster the determination to give it the requisite elbow grease. Right, well, the good news is you don't need to worry because I have had something of a breakthrough with the film. This had better be good, Wallace. Oh, it is. It's visionary. A way to obscure the mess and add a real sense of style and timelessness to the ending of the movie, something that really ties together all the loose ends. Go on. I've decided to finish the film entirely. In black and white. What? Black and white. A noir. A noir? It's moody and classy. And, best of all, it hides all the bloodstains completely. Now you're thinking like a producer, Wallace. Right. Well, if that's all, I'd best get on with it then. Not a moment to lose. Quite right. In fact, Passion of Cleopatra are extending their climactic camel sequence and will soon be needing your studio space. So we could do with you being wrapped today. Well, I'll try my best, but today might be... Good. And how's Mick doing? Um... 
Well, well the, the man's distraught, says he needs closure, needs to get to the bottom of what happened. He's even hired some investigator. A private dick? Not until you close your curtains, sir. Just keep me informed, OK, Wallace? Considering recent events, you're really going to have to rally the troops. Oh, I think that should be no trouble at all. After all, who doesn't love a noir? Well, hell. After all this time, here I was. The neon sign blinked, welcome to Four Slice Studios. Huh. After everything this town had thrown at me, I didn't exactly feel welcome. Welcome to Four Slice Studios, sir. I was surprised when I got the call. I picked up the receiver and a world of pain flooded out. Pain worse than the burning rash I'd been ignoring for weeks. The sweet little lovebird at the end of the phone had lost someone special. Uh, who are you here to see, sir? Olivier Salad, Oscar winner. Lothario, peace ambassador and first chair violin. By all accounts, one hell of a primate. Oh, then you haven't heard. But someone in this town didn't think so. Someone in this town didn't think so to death. Sir, I will need you to sign in. Sorry, you talking to me? Yeah, weren't you talking to me? Not. Oh, I must have been thinking out loud again. Sorry to hear about the rash. Got me in my big mouth. Hey, look. Where can I find the Rosemary's Toddler set? Lot B. Thank you. Uh, sir, can I take a name? The name's Baby. Clarence Baby. Yet how could such communion bring me joy? Without my dear Olivier, my boy, my boy, my child, my ever-faithful ape, whose absence from my life is one huge yawning gape. Here endeth the ode to Olivier. Michael, that was very moving. Part one! Oh, God. Joanna, have some sympathy. The man has lost his chimp. My sweet boy! I've had sympathy, Laura. I've had sympathy for the last seven hours watching a man gorge himself sick on bananas and port. We've done enough. No, we haven't. Now, let us all rise and... Practice the dance for the parade. Whatever you need, darling. Laura, put down those pom-poms. This is humiliating. Joanna! Mick, I'm sorry, but is this whole parade thing really necessary? Necessary? He was one of the greatest actors of our generation, Joanna, at the pinnacle of his craft. It is only fitting that his memory be honoured in that greatest and most stately of manners. A float bearing his giant papier-mâché likeness paraded around these hallowed studio grounds for all and sundry to mourn his party. Oh, for Christ's sake, Laura, we do still have a film to be getting on with, you know. I shall not act another syllable until fitting tribute has been paid to my son. Mick, I... He is gone, and all must mourn. I need more bananas. Jesus. Look, let's just do this parade and then we can get him back on set, okay? Fine. Though I don't see why we all have to take part. I mean, it's not our fault Olivier got pulped. Why would it be my fault? What? N nothing. I just think Mick's attention needs to be on Olivier right now and, and not on us. Why would I want Mick's attention? What? Nothing. Oh, God. I ate that one too fast. Mick, darling, perhaps we could rehearse the dance later? You're right, there's no time. Thank God. Not when the ode to Olivier Part 2 needs finessing. Now, can anyone think of a better rhyme for unripened banana than bagpipes from Ghana? Shame there's no rhyme 
for murder. <gasps> Who the hell are you? The name's Baby, Baby. Your name's Baby Baby? No, you misunderstand. My name's Clarence Baby, Baby. Clarence Baby Baby? No, just Clarence Baby doll. Clarence Baby doll. Damn it, no! Just Baby. Clarence Baby, all right? Clarence Baby. P.I. P.I.? And do you have anything that isn't Cress-based? God, no, Mr. Matravers. We're not monsters, Mr. Matravers. Wouldn't be appropriate, Mr. Matravers. Appropriate? What with all the grief, Mr. Matravers? We miss him so much, Mr. Matravers. Of course. And Cress is the saddest of foods, Mr. Matravers. That's all there is, Mr. Matravers. Right. No, I'm surprised you can eat, Mr. Matravers. We're too sad, Mr. Matravers. But I suppose a big lad like you, Mr. Matravers. Needs his food, Mr. Matravers. Big lad? Wallace! Can I borrow those ears for just a minute? Mr. Vanderflat, but I was just grabbing a quick bite. Jesus, that's the saddest looking food I've ever seen. Thank you. It's in honour of Olivier. Wow, this whole place is really cut up about that monkey, huh? Sorry, you wanted to speak to me? Yeah, I'm sick. Really? I'd have thought with all your steaming. No, not that kind of sick, Wallace. I mean, I'm love sick. You're... You gotta help me, Wallace. I need to find Ronnie's dressing room. Her dressing room? We stepped out together, you know, uh, me and my Ron Ron. Most magical evening of my life. Wonderful to hear. But something stopped her from succumbing to her feelings, Wallace. I think... I think she's intimidated by my big bubble business. Well, I mean, you're a well-scented man, that's for damn sure. But I ain't giving up. No? So I've got her a gift. Look. Well. You like it? Uh... I thought I'd leave it for her. Ask her to meet me in my travel steam room. Wearing this. Oh, you... Wear it? Uh, It's rare you see such a... Colourful mix of latex and string. It's a bathing suit. Bathing net, maybe. I had it specially made. Well, that is sweet. For my mother. Oh, Lord. But now that she's gone, it'll never stretch into her nooks and crannies again. Do you know, I may not bother with lunch. I want to pass it on to the woman who's stolen my heart. Have you washed it? Wash a bathing suit? Oh, Wallace, no, that just don't make no sense. Well, obviously I think a decent, fragrant chap deserves a jolly good swing at the ball, but I'm not sure leaving this thing in her private quarters is the right idea. Interesting approach, Wallace. Uh, On a side note, I've been thinking, uh, since you had all those issues getting the Sutter's commercial filmed yesterday, well, maybe I should just pull my funding and let you get on with realising that vision of yours all on your own. You know, now that I look at it, this, this, this mesh gusset would suit her to a T. Lead me to her dressing room, Wallace. My lady awaits. Mr. Baby, thank goodness. Michael, do you know this man? I took in the scene in front of me. A man in a leotard doused in what looked like port, a muscular female holding sparkly pom-poms, and a second woman with the kind of hands that would make a glove maker weep. You do know we can hear you. The broad didn't miss a beat. Why are you doing that? But monologuing my every move was the only life I knew. And I'll be damned if I'd turn my back on it now. Jesus, your chances are all over the shop. She was right. They are. Sorry, what the hell are you doing here? There was an anonymous call. A lonely little canary who couldn't help but sing. Uh, It was me. No, no, it was a dame. No, it was me. No, it was a broad. She was wailing hysterically about her Olivier. Olivier! It was at that moment I realized the broccoli-headed goon was telling the truth. He was the one footing the bill. Michael, is this true? Did you hire this man? We must know who is responsible for Olivier's death. Don't you worry, Mr. Salad. If there are any secrets on this set, I'll bring them to the surface. Uh, 
many secrets? Every last one. Do whatever it takes, baby. Yes, within reason. Unpack every scandal. Absolutely, up to a point. I won't rest until I figure out the truth. As painful as that may be. Oh, God. I mean, good. Oh, good. So where were the three of you when the kid got whacked? Me? Oh, uh, well, uh, Mick and I were, um... Naked. Oh, really? He means together. Naked together? Yes. And wet. Mick! Is that so? They were with me, Mr. Baby, rehearsing a sensual bathing scene. We didn't see Olivia all die. Yes, that, exactly. Very well, so... So who was the last person to see Olivier alive? Uh, that would be uh, Judy Goose, Mr. Baby, and Olivier's acting coach. And where can I find them? Well, you'll probably find Judy Goose in her Winnebago. And with that, the goose chase was on. And I had a feeling it was about to get wild. Myra to the menagerie, please. Myra to the menagerie, please. The sparrows are nosediving in grief formation. That's grief formation. I'm sorry, Francesca, I don't quite understand. What do you mean by camel overspill? I'm just following orders from Mr. Sons. We've been told by Damson Forsyth himself the extra camels for Passion of Cleopatra will be arriving this evening. I need a breakout space, away from the menagerie. A breakout space? Yes, apparently. They're very sensitive creatures. If they're not properly cared for, they tend to get the, uh, get the, um... Hump? Flu. Right. So, if you can just make sure you're all wrapped by 6pm tonight, that would be lovely. Tonight? I mean, that may be possible. Well, unless you want a horde of dromedaries as your background artist. Oh, God. Unusual? Uh, well, now that you mention it, Olivier had been acting skittish all day, snapping at me, swearing he was quite the handful. I think he was jealous of my acting progress. God, she was tedious. But the old crone was the last person to admit to seeing the little guy alive. Surely there had to be some pertinent information buried behind those feeble, crusted eyes of hers. Now, Mr. Baby, I can tell you right now, this kind of flirting not... will absolutely work on me. Now, what else do you want to know? I controlled my gag reflex and pressed on. So, Miss Goose, you and the acting coach were together the whole time? Yes, the whole time. Looks like the vapid old sow was clean. The compliments never cease. I wondered if anyone else may have had a problem with Olivier. Well, now that you mention it, but I'm sure it was nothing. She blinked her gooey old eyes like a cow in an abattoir. All right, all right, enough with the charm. Wiggy was looking for him that day. From what I hear, he was talking about finding out the truth, something about a score to settle and exploding urine. Wiggy. The gaffer. But I'm sure he had nothing to do with it. They were great friends. I think I'm having a light bulb moment. And the switch is set to murder. Please, Mr. Baby. Wiggy didn't do anything wrong. Jody, Jody, can I have a word? Ronnie, love, not you. Are you, are you all right? No. Oh, I'm not. A pretty little thing with the face of an angel and hair like curls of butter stood weeping in the doorway. This was one hell of a damsel in distress. I'm wearing trousers. So I decided to make my excuses and leave before her cute nose started to run. No man needs to see that buzzkill. Oh, that's not very nice. He strode off into the night. It's 2 p.m. Ronnie, love, what's the matter? Look. Gosh, that's... Well, that's a lot of latex and string. It was in my dressing room when I got back from the crest buffet. Hang on, what's that inside the... What do you call that, a undercarriage? It's a note. Let's have a look. <clears throat> right. Uh, dearest Veronica. Oh, thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he? And look at this ink. Blue, like he's a policeman. Keep reading. Dearest Veronica, 
Roses are flora, weasels are fauna. Please put on this gift and meet me in my steam room. What am I going to do? Well, first things first, we have to work out who it's from. Judy, who else do you think's turned up to set in a travel steam room? Wiggy! It's Will, Vivian's son. He won't leave me alone. Oh, I understand. I remember what it's like to be young in this business at the mercy of smiling producers. Vultures, a lot of them. The things I've known people do just to get ahead. Oh, it'd make your hair curl. I've already got a pen. Well, then I don't need to tell you about regrets. Regrets? These people lost a part of themselves in the process, Ronnie. Their dignity, their honour, countless pairs of pants. And those are things you can't ever get back. So you don't do anything you don't want to do. You understand me? But he's given us money. If I go against what he wants, we might never get this film finished. That doesn't matter, love. Not as much as you being able to look yourself in the eye. So, are you sure you don't like him? No. He makes me skin crawl and he reeks of your lang. Not to mention your lang. I don't want to see him. And I don't want to wear this... this thing. So many ribbons. And yet, at the same time, not nearly enough ribbons. I hate it. Leave it with me, love. If there's one thing I can do, it's burst a soapy beggar's pervy little bubble. I headed to the parking lot where I found James Wiggy Wigginton, a man with a chip on his shoulder so big, I thought about dipping him in guacamole. You've got a funny way of addressing a man holding a power drill. Now, move aside, I'm busy. You often threaten people, Mr. Wigginton. Depends if they get on my wick. Now, if you don't mind, I'm polishing up my camper van for this bloody parade. And what gets on your wick, Wiggy? Blackouts? Faulty spark plugs? Olivier salad? What are you on about? Word on the street is you were digging up dirt on the guy. You had a chimpanzee in your chimpanzee bonnet. Well, his sample was reactive. I, I had to find out what was going on. Maybe you should have left the detective work to me instead of taking matters into your own hands and beating the poor guy to a pulp. What? I didn't kill Olivier. I was only going to question him. To death? No. Even if I wanted to, I wouldn't have stood a chance. You ever tried to put a dent in chimpanzee hide, Mr... Uh... Call me baby. Bit forward, but all right. Chimp skin's a hell of a lot tougher than human skin, baby. And I'd know. Me and Olivier have been in the same jiu-jitsu club for years now. And he always comes away without a scratch. So you're saying Olivier's a fighter? All I'm saying is that it takes someone incredibly strong. Some kind of... Bodybuilder, or uh, I don't know, professional athlete to cause those kind of injuries. Oh, hello there, Mr. Bybee. What a complete surprise to see you here. I was just coming to see the wiggy. What do you want? What do I want? Yeah. I want that polish in your hand. I need to polish my. Um, my medals. Your medals? Yes. Uh, didn't I mention shot putted my way to gold many a time? What can I say? I'm an athlete, a patriot, and just an all-round model citizen. Now, coincidentally, how's the investigation going? Any leads? The man's accusing me of murder, saying I battered the chip to death. Oh, no. Wicked. Really? I I'm sure this will all get cleaned up in no time. So... Definitely no other suspects, then. Well, that is just fantastic news. <laughs> I'd better go and check on Mick, right? Uh, Laura! Ta-ta! Well, well, well. What? Ain't that a turn up for the books? Sorry? What a wonderfully kind and thoughtful dame checking in on me like that. It's enough to make a man believe in hope again. R right Now, where were we? Oh, yes. 
You're guilty as hell, Wigginton. What? I'm telling you, I didn't kill that chimp. Wiggy, we need to have a quick word about camels. Uh, Mr. Machavis will tell you. What's going on here? This is a private interrogation. Tell him I didn't kill Olivier. What? No, don't be ridiculous. Of course he didn't. He was with me the whole time. You're sure? There's no way this greasy slime bucket could have snuck away just long enough to have a deadly fight with a chimp? Of course I'm sure. I worked on Apes of Wrath. I know exactly how long a deadly fight with a chimp takes. And besides, there's just no way Olivier had a fight with anyone. Meaning? He was dosed up to the eyeballs on relaxants. Studio's orders to prevent exactly that kind of incident. The furball was medicated? He was as docile as a granny after a Sunday roast. It was part of his contract. He couldn't have fought anyone even if he'd wanted to. Right, there. Happy? Hmm. So Olivier's salad was higher than a giraffe on stilts, and the hulking electrician with the lazy eye was apparently off the hook. Suddenly, my list of primate suspects had gone from one to murder. What? And with that, I strode off into the night. It's 3pm. If I was going to find out what really happened to Olivier's salad... I had to figure out what drugs he was taking. Maybe his death was somehow caused by his medication, just like my crippling loneliness was caused by my ever-spreading rash. Or maybe it was caused by my looks. Or my personality. Or the fact I live in my car. Another mystery for another day. I needed to talk to the studio's vet. Okay, so I've got my bottle of Chablis, my deep-fried chicken gizzards, and my monogrammed mopping flannel. Okay, all I need now is my gal. All right, dear. Oh, my holy Jesus Creases. Well, 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 Mr. Vanderflap. Miss Goose, I, I didn't expect to see you. That's right. Here. That's right. Wearing my dead mother's bathing suit. That's right. Do you... Is it on backwards? That's not for me to say. And upside down? That's not for me to say. It is. It's on backwards and upside down. That's why there's so much gaping. Well, frankly, getting it at all took me long enough. All these zips. Dear Lord. So, you want to harass our little Ronnie, is it? What? Of course not. Uh, Miss Goose, you got this all wrong. Oh, look, if it's bothering you that much, I can just take it off. No, Jesus Creases, no. What I mean is, where I'm from, we like to court our women, you understand. Show them a good time, feed them some chicken, ask them to steam with me via poetry. Listen to me, Mr. Vanderflap. She's not interested, so leave her be. Now, it's all the same to you. I've got a papier-mâché chimp to help finish, and a lot of zips to undo. Leave her be? Ah, oh, jeez, I never understand these women. Always saying one thing and meaning another. Oh, I see. Oh, ho, ho, Ron, Ron, you tricky little minx. You're just playing hard to get, ain't you? Well, well, well. Looks like I'll just have to lay it on extra thick. Laura? Oh, Laura, do you have a minute? I'm actually very busy, Joanna. I've got things to keep tabs on. Look, how much longer do we have to put up with this? With what? With this snooping and personal probing. Look, I'm sure once Michael has paraded out his grief, he'll soon lose interest in this silly investigation. I didn't think Mick could be more obsessed with that damn chimp, but this really is a new low. I mean, for goodness sake, a woman has needs. Well, exactly. A woman needs to be noticed. She does. She needs to feel wanted. I know that, but that's not enough of a reason for me to kill him. What? What? A 
wasn't talking about you. Oh, yes, of course. No, not about me. Uh, you were talking about... Not myself. No. No, I was talking about a, a friend of mine. That's what I assumed. She's in love with a man, a different man. Let's call him... Rick. Rick. Yes, Rick. Darling Rick. He's married, of course. But you see, that's not the issue. The issue is that Rick is always distracted by his pet... Rimpanzee! What's a rimpanzee? It's a type of bird. Oh. And, well, my friend, she's she's used to being tossed aside for this pet, but every day she's getting more and more sick of it. Sick of the endless weeping, and she's sick of wearing an ape costume every time they make love! An ape costume? It's a figure of speech. Yes. Yes, I mean... When you've done so much for a man, only to have him forget your birthday six years in a row because it's his and his pet's poots anniversary. It should not be born! When you end up cancelling another holiday because the thing's forgotten to take his medicine and attacks the bus conductor. Terrible! You can see how it happens. You can! How even subconsciously you might decide one day that enough is enough. Exactly! Enough is enough! Oh, God, maybe I did mean to do it. Me and Mick. I mean, me and Rick. I mean, my friend and Rick with the pet rimpanzee are finished. I mean, finished. I'm a fiend. Thank you so much, Laura. This is going to change everything. A true fiend. Message for Mrs. Side Salad. Please report to Mr. Sun's office. That's Mrs. Side Salad to Mr. Sun's office. Oh, God. And an unrelated message for the menagerie. All your chickens have come home to roost. The menagerie was a hive of activity, buzzing with life. Apparently, some of the insects had managed to escape. I've lost the hornets. As the swarms abated, I noticed a heavily powdered man pointing hairspray at what looked like the world's oldest, saddest flamingo. Oh, I do my best with her, but poor old Bitsy is not the beauty she once was. Still, who are we to talk, Mr... Baby. Clarence Baby. Leopold's scoop. Makeup artist to the stars. <laughs> Betsy, please, you have my undivided attention. Oh, such a needy girl. What's a makeup artist doing with a flamingo? Oh, Bitsy belonged to the late, great Vivian Stone, Mr. Baby. Usually I work my magic on humans, but I promised Vivian I'd look after darling Bitsy no matter what. I'm here about the chimp, Mr. Scoop. Word on the street is Olivier was on meds. You know anything about that? I mean... Not on the record, baby. Oh? Not if I'd like to keep my job, baby. Oh. But the terrible thing about poor Bitsy, of course, is that her mind's been fried after years of powerful medication. Medication? Like the kind Olivier was... Relax, you chill, they call it. Relax, you chill? Yes, it's been around a long time. It calms down even the most headstrong animals. Turns rhinos into lambs, and lambs into... Uh, Worms? Worms. Look, I don't know. I'm a detective, not a vet. Point is, it's a hell of a drug. But what the studio won't tell you is what happens when you have too much. Or too little. Go on. Well, take Bitsy here. The legend goes she was in a dancing double act with Vivian. Feathers and fun, they were called. Vivian was always bitter because Feathers here had all the talent. Didn't you, darling? Anyway, a big audition rolls around and Vivian decides she's going to give her dance partner something. Was it a hug? Even worse. A hefty dose of relax, you chill. Far too hefty. Froze the poor sweetheart up completely. She tanked the audition, went into terrible withdrawal, brain-addled, violently jealous and jealously violent. That's what relax, you chill does? Oh, yes. The heavier dose you're on, the crazier you go when you come off it. Vivian went on to a glittering career, and Bitsy, well... So, was the monkey on Relax You Chill when he died or not? Oh, well, I couldn't possibly say. 
But if for some reason he had gone cold turkey, there'd be fireworks, all right. I'd be worried for anyone who got between him and the one he loved best. Who can tell me for sure? Well, I'm just a powder boy with my ear to the ground. For that kind of information, you'll need to go right to the top. Mr. Gavin's sons? Bingo, baby. Oh, (laughs) Mr. Bybee. Fancy seeing you here. Oh, gosh. What a perfectly quiff flamingo. The chick looked good. There was no two ways about it. Oh, well, that's very kind of you to say. No, I meant the flamingo. Anyway, I was just looking for Mick, you know, my darling husband, the, the one Olivier loved best. The one he loved best. Absolutely. I may be his faithful wife, but I never want you to get between them. Get between? So, any new suspects? Any motives? Any clear reasoning begin to emerge? Well, no. Great, great. I mean, sorry to hear that, but, but great. <laughs> Best be off. Uh, my life partner awaits, and remember, perhaps no one wanted to hurt Olivier at all. Perhaps no one did it. After all, chimpanzees can just die. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. It was clear I was going to have to take this all the way to the top. I was going to have to ruffle some feathers. But I'm not the kind of guy who's afraid of kicking the hornet's nest. Oh, for God's sake, we just got them back in. So that's it? It's over? I'm afraid so, Mick. This is how you treat your lover in his hour of need? Several hours, and yes, men just look so ugly when they cry. Maybe just a little more time. I'm afraid not. But... Who will go on long, dabbled walks with me? Well, I'm sorry, but I just... Who will hold me when I weep? Oh, Mick, I, I know we had some good times, but... Whose little hands will grasp so demandingly at every looming banana? What? Olivier! Will this pain ever see? Michael, I have to talk to you. Laura, if you want to leave me, just leave! What? Never! The women, they go! They trot away on their silky heels, their hairless arms dancing in the wind. Mick, calm down and shut up. I'll never leave you, Mick. Laura, my sweet wife. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. Truly pathetic. But there's something I really have to tell you. Hello, everyone. Gosh, it smells intense in here. Wallace. Just wanted to check on my stars. Really could do with getting that final scene in the bag today. Obviously, I know we're all very shaken up with the terrible... My boy! Yes? He's gone. Yes. Wallace, I'm really not sure now's the time that we should be No, Laura, trust me, now is the perfect time. Mick, we can use this grief, powerful, smouldering. It's classic noir. Do you understand? Where is baby? We don't have time for this, Mick. Get me baby! We don't need him, Michael. I can tell you what happened. Baby, please! Mick, this fire, this fire... Fury! Let's get you on set right this second and watch Patrick Creed wrestle with a tragic past as he looks towards a violent, sexy future. It's what Olivier would want. Perhaps you're right, Wallace. I owe Olivier my finest work. Before we do anything, Mick, could you and I just have a quick private... Do it for him. Yes. Finish this job. Yes. Before all the goddamn camels turn up. Yes. What? It's a figure of speech. Oh? Now, everyone, get to set. Look, Mr. Beebe, I'm a busy man. I can't spend all day chit-chatting about Olivier salad. The wizened dwarf man was playing hard to get. Excuse me? It says here on the chimp's employee file that he was on studio-ordered medication. 
And one hell of a salary. Where did you get that file? More bananas than I'll ever see in one lifetime, that's for damn sure. That's confidential information. You shouldn't have access. Nervous, Mr. Sons. Don't want anyone getting to the truth. What? He died, Sons. I'm aware of On I... your set. I mean it. Whilst not... under your employ. I'd say you had not only a moral, but in fact legal duty of care towards that poor chimp. What? Four Slice Studios is not responsible for Olivier's untimely demise? We can't stop some lunatic from battering him to a pulp with a blunt instrument. What? It's all there in the post-mortem report. Take a look. Well, well, well. Turns out the little guy was beaten to death by a wide, flat object, some kind of board, and had puncture wounds indicative of a metal attachment with springs... Perhaps a clip, but my head was spinning a clip attached to a board. Mr. Sons, I've got Mrs. Side Salad to see you. Yes, send her in. Mr. Sons, I'm so, so sorry. You again? I can explain everything. It was an accident. No need to apologise, Laura. We all mislay stationery from time to time. What? That's why I called you in here. We have a delivery for you. Your new production clipboard has arrived. Is that it? Yes. Oh, thank God for that. You must really love stationery. Uh, yes. Uh, I felt naked without that wide, flat fella in my strong, athletic arms. My paper's all over the shop without the firm metal clip. So, if there's nothing else, Mr. Sons? No, that's all. Right. Well, good afternoon, Mr. Sons. Mr. Byron. Oh, God. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Sorry about her. She's from Australia. I ignored the little guy's chatter. Something had struck me like the ice cream truck that killed my mother. Oh, that's terrible. Sorry to hear that. How could I have been so dumb? So blind? The answer had been right there in front of me this whole time. I had to get to set, so I picked up my hat. That's my hat. And headed out the door. Hey! There was no time to lose. <sighs> Flanchesca! Get the hat, people, on the phone. I've lost another one. All right, everyone, gather round. Now, each and every one of us is mourning the loss of our fantastic job, the demon chimp, but we nevertheless must press on. With our exciting new direction, we will wrap this masterpiece this very day transporting the finale of Rosemary's Toddler into an exhilarating noir spectacular. May I present to you the bravest of men, the boldest of talents, Mr. Mick Salad. Mick, you don't have to do this. If it's too early, you and I could just go and have a little talk and maybe... Laura, you are the greatest companion I could ask for. Now, please. Nick, don't say that. I need to... But I must do this for my boy. I understand. Everyone, before we begin, I'd like to thank you all for your support in this difficult time. Oh, for God's sake. Wallace, who believed in me. Of course, Mick. We are pushed for time, though, so if My we could... wonderful co-stars, Ronnie Corbet and Judy Goose, 
who tirelessly constructed the finest papier likeness a chip could ask for. The least we could do for him. I don't give a mick, but my hands are stuck together with PVA glue. Wiggy, whose memorial parade will see my boy honoured in the most respectful fashion known to art. Anything for that hairy genius. And then there's Laura. Oh, no. My wife. Oh, no. Who's stuck loyally by me. A man lost to grief and banana. Oh, God. And finally... Yes? Absolutely nobody else whatsoever. Oh, fine. Wonderful stuff, Mick. Laura, you seem to be visibly sweating, so let's crack on, shall we? Our noir finale awaits. So here we were. It all came down to this. Looking across at the entire gang gathered together like fish in a tank. And here I was, with a gun made of truth, about to shoot the living crap out of them. Baby, did you find out who killed my boy? I'm afraid I did, Mr. Salad. Oh, God, tell me. The killer is in this very room. <gasps> is this going to take long? We've got a parade to worry about. No, not the parade. We've got the film to worry about. I'll come back in a bit. Mick. This would all have been a lot easier if you told me the truth about Olivier from the start. The truth? The chimp was on meds, right? Well, yes. Yes, of course he was. In fact, he had to be. Otherwise, the studio would have dropped him faster than my wife dropped me when I gave her my rash. Well, that's... that's right. Except he wasn't on his meds, was he? I... The post-mortem reported not a scrap of medication in that chimpanzee system salad. You let that chimp go rogue. Mick, is that true? Mick, you breached contract. I... I didn't want to. Someone stole Olivier's relaxual chill. I didn't want to report it because we were so nearly finished and the boy was putting in a performance of a lifetime. No wonder he was turning into such a menace. Mick, why didn't you say anything? Why should it matter? So the boy was a little feisty. What difference does it make? It makes a lot of difference, Salad. Why? Because this drug isn't just any drug. This is relaxu chill. So? So when he came off that cold turkey... He was a hell of a lot more likely to snap. Oh, God. At a rival, perhaps. <laughs> a crossword turns into a paw across the face. A heated debate turns into a bloodbath. So much blood in the bar. Fine, so he was off his meds, but that still doesn't answer the question, who killed my boy? I'm coming to that, Salad. I had my suspicions, and your little speech just now confirmed them all. So who? You thanked everyone on this set, Salad, with one exception. Maybe you'd like to explain yourself, Joanna Shoebags. <gasps> explain myself? Don't be ridiculous. I didn't have a hand in the hairy little brute's murder. Please, Miss Shoebags, it's all so clear to me now. It began when Wiggy told me that to puncture chimp skin, you needed the strength of an athlete. Oh, God. An athlete, I thought, or the strength of a woman with the hands of a monster. How dare you? And then there was the murder weapon, wide and flat, jagged and sharp. Like some kind of clipped board. Oh, Jesus! A clipped board, I thought? Or the hands of a woman with the hands of a monster? How dare you! No! Joanna? But why? I played a detective once, Mr. Baby. Beau lingerie, she was called. She was a detective slash baker slash underwear model. And Boo didn't just charge in accusing beautiful women of murder. She thought about a little thing called motive. Oh, but you had a motive, didn't you? What? The final piece of the puzzle. In that Winnebago today, it was clear I was in the presence of a woman riddled with jealousy. Oh, God! A woman desperate to get between a man and his chimp. Oh, God! This is insane! A woman who knew there was only one way 
to get Mick Salad's undivided attention. No! How dare you By say- By killing the one creature he loved the most. Oh, God! He's right! Laura, I never wanted you to find out this way, but Joanna and I- I can't lie anymore! What? I did it! I killed him! Oh, my God! Laura, it couldn't be! I'm so sorry! Mr. Baby, you got almost everything right. It's just the person you got wrong. I can assure you, Mrs. Side Salad, your husband and shoebags have been passionate. Will you shut up and let the woman keep confessing? Oh, Mick, I'm so sorry. He jumped out of me, all right? In the middle of that horrible power cut. No, I didn't know he was off the relax, you chill, I thought. What with Susan and, and Vivian, I, I didn't know what was waiting in the dark. No! I didn't mean to. But when I started pummeling, clipboard in hand, with the strength of a short-put champion, I just... I couldn't stop. My God. hate to interrupt all this, but if we could just channel all of this energy into the lines as written... Well, I'll be damned. The lady wife did it. Guess there was nothing left to do but haul her down to the station. Look, do we really have to get the police involved? The murderess has to go, Wallace! What? If that's what Mick needs, I'll go. Leave me. But... The time for tears is over, Wallace. Now is the time for chilling introspection! Smoldering looks and fears! Sexual anger! Oh, gosh, Mick. You look... Oh, you look... Maybe I should stay with you in your hour of need. Oh, Joanna, you're an angel. And me, I'll be back one time if you'll have me. Be gone! I escorted the broad out of the building, shaking my head at the story behind me. Sex, drugs... Clipped boards and shot put, each as inevitable as the last. The studio-wide festival of mourning is about to begin on the outdoor lot. Please can everyone gather for the Olivier Salad Memorial Parade on the outdoor lot. The float is en route. Oh, gosh. It's nearly time for the memorial parade. Uh, can we at least start to watch to say goodbye? No dice, sweetheart. I still got a job to do. The case is wrapped, but the perp has to be brought to justice. It's just like I said to that ice cream salesman. Vanilla fudge won't bring back the oh, dead. Wait a second. If Olivier wasn't on his meds, then who the hell took them? Not my case, dollface. Not my problem. Wait. We need to find out. This could all be part of something bigger. Mick. You're Mick. going nowhere, kid. You just get off me. <laughs> as I brawled with a woman whose upper arm strength rivaled that of a Hungarian street gang. Ah, don't try and flatter your way out of this, baby. Out of the way, the flow, both of you. I looked up at the enormous papier-mâché chimp head careering towards us and considered uh, what she'd said. That maybe she was right. Maybe I'd been so focused on the case of Olivier Salad that I'd missed a bigger crime, a mystery that was unfolding right in front of us. Let go of me! I thought about it. Laura, look out! About everyone I'd met. Get off! And then it hit me. Stop the flow! Oh, my God. We've got over something. Laura, 
baby, what the hell was that awful noise? Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't mean to! He, he wouldn't let me go! He's not moving! He's not breathing! Oh my god! Damn these Potter's arms! I didn't think you'd get arrested for killing Olivier, Laura, but throwing a man in front of his memorial float, that might be a different story. Me! <laughs> Ronnie, Ron Ron, it's Will, William G. Vanderflap. You in there, sweet cheeks? Okay, coast's clear. So she wants romance, huh? How about this for romance? Ugh. A whole Jeroboam of bubbly, bubbly bath soak, that is. At the mood, I'll scatter some of these char-grilled rose petals. Uh, a few on the dressing table. Some on the couch. Maybe just a couple in her underwear drawer. I mean, what's the harm, really? Oh, Ron Ron. Wait one hot minute. What the heck is this? A scrapbook? Oh, she is just too much. Maybe the key to her little heart lies within these very pages. Huh. Well. Well, this is... Oh, my God! Ronnie Corbett! She's a psychopath! Who Exploded Vivian Stone is written and performed by Kill the Beast, who are David Cumming, Clem Garrity, Natasha Hodgson, Ollie Jones, and Zoe Roberts. The music is by Felix Hagen, sound design by Rich Evans, and photography by Idil Sukan. The series is produced by Ben Walker for Storyglass. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.